Hey, welcome to the My Friends Are Cool podcast. My name is Alec, and I feel like I have some pretty cool friends in my life, and I want to share them and my story with them with the podcast world. Each episode is going to consist of different interviews with friends of mine talking about the coolest thing in my life, themselves. So, without any more delay, let's get into this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of My Friends Are Cool. Uh, my name is Alec, and I am the host. Um, and this week, I ha- I'm honored to have a guest that drove up to Hendersonville specifically to record his podcast episode. Um, and uh, this guy, is, is, he's pretty cool. We've known each other a while. But uh, Carter, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It was three hours of a drive. Yes. And... Uh, we also got to play some. Oh, I need to get closer. Yeah, there you go. We also got to play some flag football. We did. I dominated we, you. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. You did not. Who won? Your team won. My team won. Yes, and you had. You, I, I think you had a touchdown catch. I scored one. Uh, how many did I have? Three. Two. Three. I also got a pick. Yes, and th- those things are out of my. Control. Either way, my team won. Yours didn't. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right, I, I'll give you that. Um. So yeah, Carter, uh, tell the people who you are, who, who are you, uh, what do you do? Um, where do you live? All those good things. Just, just simple questions like that. My name is Carter Austin Milam. I didn't know the Austin part. Uh, I went to Freed Hardeman university. Gotcha. Yeah. I, uh, my degree is in history, please. Is that better? Yeah, you just keep looking out the window, and it's it's hard to hear you. It's easy you. to think that way. There you go. I don't want to look into your eyes the whole time. No, you don't have to. I'm okay. I'm just yeah. That that sounds way better. Okay. So yeah. where was that? Uh, Free hard degree. Oh yeah. So my degree was in education and history. So right. I got two of them jokers, and then instead of using either of them, I'm a youth minister in the middle of nowhere. Obine County. Obine County. Uh, top left corner of Tennessee. Nice. We have Real Foot Lake. Nice. And that's it. Gotcha. Yeah. I've been there about two years now, which is crazy that do it's been that long. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. it? It's it's definitely different, and it took a while to get used to moving from like Memphis to... Right. Um, my town has no stoplights. Oh, nice. A subway, and do that's have, about it. Do you have a good Mexican restaurant? No. Oh. Well, well, to be fair, so we're like... 10 minutes away from Union City, if that. Oh, okay. So, like... Union City's super cool, though. Have you been there? No, I've only seen pictures. Oh, but okay. I know, like, the... Is it the Discovery Museum? Is yeah. that what's there? Yeah, that's there. The Discovery Museum, the pictures I've seen are super cool. It's a little overrated. Is it overrated? Yeah, it's not. It's it's cool if you're, like, five. Right. But as an adult, it's not worth Which, everything that I've seen has been from college students, so... Oh, well, then... Okay, maybe I'm just... Maybe you're just too too cool for school. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Gotcha. Well, you did mention Memphis, so yeah. when and where did we meet? Um, I'm a. We met at JV tryouts, right? I, I think so. Because we we'll, we didn't really run in the same circles at first. No, we. I had been I'd been on the team a year already. Yeah, and you I, were the newcomer. Yeah, I was. So I went to Arlington for the first two years. Right. Real school in Memphis. Yes, Arlington uh, High School. And I got tired of waking up at like six in the morning. Right. So I said, "Yo, mom, I'm gonna be homeschooled." And she said, "Okay." Wait, you were zoned? Were you zoned for Arlington where you lived? Yeah, originally. Oh. And then it changed. So I was right in the middle of Bolton, Bartlett, and Arlington. Right, but because where you first lived technically was Ar- it was off of Summer, right? Mm-hmm. Stage. St- oh yeah, stage, stage in Germantown. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. So you were zoned for Arlington? I was zoned for Arlington originally, and then it changed. But um, I said, I don't want to keep doing this anymore. And my mom was like, cool beans. So I went homeschooled. We emailed FCA at the time yeah, and MHEA. And all it came down to was who emailed us back first. Nice. And uh, it was Hudson's dad at the time. Coach Ken. Coach Gribble. Coach Ken Gribble. And uh, he emailed us back, and I showed up. And I was not expecting anything whatsoever. It's like, these kids are homeschooled. <laughs> They're going to be terrible. And, oh, my goodness, the first day, 
this kid named Montrell <laughs> uh, jumped from like maybe two feet inside the free throw line and absolutely dunked all on me. Like on me. You got day. dunked on by Montrell Mosley. The first day of tryouts. The How does first that make you ever, feel? Terrible. I didn't know any of you. And like, I thought I was hot stuff. And this, right. Which I was, by the way. And this kid like just took off from dang near the free throw line and booned me. <laughs> and then I thought, what have I done? And then the like the var- I remember the varsity kids came out from up top because they were you know, watching film or yeah, something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like terrified, but it was okay. I ended up doing all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember meeting you um, then, uh, so I mean, I, I guess I can agree with that. But I, I figured that I would just go with my first memory, which I don't really know how we went from the tryouts to this point, but somehow, some way, I ended up riding with you to tip off that year. Um, which tip off is exactly what it sounds like. It was our first tournament of, of the year. Um, just kind of a way to bring it in, bring in the new season. And it was in Springfield. So it was, how far of a drive was that? Was it six hours? Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Was it it with my dad? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, do you remember this? about that. Yeah. Um, and so my dad is so embarrassed. (laughs) It was a fun trip, (laughs) but I remember it specifically because an album had just dropped. Oh no! Which one? Red by Taylor Swift. Oh, oh! It is one of her best. So I, I told you I had two questions for you that I didn't, I wasn't preparing okay. you for, and okay. I want to know what is the best Taylor Swift album? The best Taylor Swift album? Yes. Oh, oh! That you should have prepared me for. Um, no, I wanted it off the cast. I've been thinking about this for a while. So here's the thing. And I've listened to all of them to make sure that my answer is correct, and it is. You. So you have a correct answer. I have a correct answer. Is it red? Is that what you think? Because red is where she started to go from little country girl to like she arrived and she is pop. Is See, where I, it I, disagree, I disagree with where it started. You think it was before that? Yeah, um, not Sparks Fly, but uh, um, uh, what is it called? The one where she's, uh, uh, let me just look it up. Um, is it the yellow one? Like no. the yellow album cover? It looks no. like she's an angel from heaven. That she is. Oh, my goodness, no. I'm uh, still in love with her. The Speak Now album is when I believe oh. she went from country to pop. That is for her transition album. I guess. I mean, that makes sense, but like... Because her, her self-titled album, Taylor Swift, um, which is the one that had like Teardrops on My Guitar and everything. Yeah. And then the Fearless album, which had You Belong With Me, I think. Uh, that was the with her in the red dress, correct? No, red dress is uh, Speak oh, Now. Man. Um, was Speak Now You Belong With Me? No. Either no, way, I, yeah. I always think of 22 as the the takeoff for her. Gotcha. That's where I do. And that's red, right? Yes. Correct. So I think of red as the transition period. You would, would disagree. But, man, that it's either red or is it is 1989 the one after? Yeah. It's either one so of those So you and I two. both agree that those, that those is two. her peak. Those are her peak I albums. I wouldn't... I don't want to say peak because folklore is amazing. Folklore was a good album because I, I tend which to is like her most more. recent one. Yes, that um, just came out like no one knew it was happening until right. But like, even then, I wouldn't say it's that folky. It's just super sad and dark. Yeah, but it well, it's more folk than uh, 1989er. Yes, Reputation. Which Re- Repu- I, Reputation has a bad rep. See what I did there? Yeah. But like, it's a banger. Deservedly so. It's, it's a, a terrible album. It is a banger. No, it is her worst. No. Reputation is her worst. And that's I mean, not it, to say it's bad, even though I did say it's the worst. <laughs> um, like, it's not necessarily that it's it's bad. Um, but for her, to me, to me, her music there no longer was relatable. I get that. That makes uh, sense. Which is, I've had conversations about this stuff. Um but I would say, I mean, her her best writing was was Red in 1989. I, I can agree with you. On that. Um, but I would say her best album, top to bottom, I would argue is Speak Now. Honest, I mean, I can agree with you on that. I, I'm not gonna like disagree. That is definitely it's top, one of it's those top three. three. It's top it's, three. It's one of the uh, speak from Speak Now to 1989. That's her best writing. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree, hundred percent. Shout out to Harry Styles, and I did Ooh. not realize. That that style was about Harry Styles. Well, that's like the most obvious one. Yes, I know, but it's I, so good. Like 
now that you said this, my three-hour trip home is going to be listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah, no, I was... I have a much better answer. When I realized you were going to be on, I wanted to ask you this question. I went to listen... I listened to all of them. They're so good. Uh, Isn't all of her she albums. amazing? I mean, she's she's okay. Like, like she's pretty She bad. has progressed a lot, but Reputation on, I just am like, yeah. Rep, the Reputation album itself was just, yeah. It wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. It just, it was I not... I we're going to have to disagree. It was that. not as good as her other ones. Well, no, 1989 had a... A ton of really good stuff too, like New Romantics on 1989. Well, on the deluxe edition. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I'm it, judging. It's off a of. deep, deep crap. That's what I'm uh, judging. Not crap. Track. That one. Welcome to New York was almost to the point of we were never getting back together because that was a good song until it, it was on the radio. Single. Did it hit the radio waves? Yeah. Well, no. What well, are you? Welcome ta- to New York. Welcome to New York was not a single originally. Um, Blank Space. Her singles off that album were Blank Space. Um, uh, out of the woods oh bad blood and wildest dreams okay now bad blood is like the only song i think i will say this for her is better with kendrick lamar yes the and kendrick lamar yes. remix of bad blood is like that, so good it's yeah it makes that yeah um i was trying to see if you could find her singles on um spotify but it doesn't appear yeah because she went um off of spotify so i'm sure all of her singles also came off of spotify um, Wait, you can't get her music on Spotify anymore? For a while, yeah. Oh. Now, she, she was the first. She was Jay-Z before Jay-Z. When Apple Music came out, She's she was. better went, than Jay-Z. I know, but it was Taylor yeah. Swift first went off Spotify. She was the first big name to come off of Spotify and oh, specifically be on Apple that. Music. Yeah, yeah. I remember and that. then Jay-Z followed suit. Um, Do you but, disagree with me that she's better than Jay-Z, by the way? I think you did. Yes. Wow. I okay, Listen, yeah. Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z had his time. And maybe maybe it's like the Jordan LeBron debate where it's like I don't fully understand the greatness of Jordan. I can see his numbers, but I don't fully understand the greatness of Jordan because I did not live it. But I would say that like I would make the argument that Drake is a better rapper than Jay Z. You were making some solid arguments. However, I don't think two white guys should be having this conversation. I mean, that's fair, but also like you know, I, I that that's I'm just saying like. No, I get what you're. Yeah, I get. I yeah. Get it. It so, um, but anyway, so the the album. So we have to pick one of the three albums. We have to. We we have to. I'm gonna check them one more time before I give my final answer. Me as well. Um, I think. So speak now. Speak now had mine. Sparks fly. Back to December. Uh, mean. Dude, um, there's just so many. Good. Enchanted. Better than revenge. Better than revenge. You might be right. Is her best. Deep cut, in my opinion. New Romantics is good, but Better Than Revenge is her best deep you cut. You might be right about um, cool. Are you doing Deluxe Edition? I, I I didn't originally, but I'm looking at it again. Um, See, the Deluxe Edition has her in the red dress. Yes, the Don't. Deluxe Edition has her in the red yes. dress. See, that's what I was um, And then I'm, now I'm looking at the red Deluxe Edition. Red has um, Red, uh, I Knew Your Trouble, which that is a fantastic song. Yes, it is. One of her best. Um all too well is good. Twenty-two. Um, we're never getting back together. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with red. Every, now everything has changed. It was a single, but I loved it. That was with your boy Ed. Ed Sheeran, my guy. Who you didn't tell me to go see. That's true. Best Ed Sheeran album. Oh, I don't know. You have to ask Emma that one. My wife. I know. You gotta just pick one. I don't know the divide sign. Yeah, no, the Divide album is by far his best, top to bottom. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with see top top the, to bottom. It's either Red or Speak Now, though, for sure. But see, 1989 is so good, top like, to bottom. But not as good. It's not. It has more bangers, I think. 1989. Yes. Yes. I think it's more like top heavy. But as a album, like it's like the Nets. It has KD and Kyrie and no one else. Right. Um, Red I would, is like the Warriors with Kevin Durant. I wonder if the garage is going to get picked up in the mics. That would be nuts. It could. The vibrations. Um, I feel it in my feet. But uh, anyways, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make my final answer. Speak now, deluxe edition. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it red. Okay. So 30 minutes yet? We no, no, we're we're 15. Oh my god. Or 14. You're right. Um, and then the other one, very briefly, because I we are both big <laughs> it fans. Took so long. Uh, the two I wanted, and then best need to breathe album. Oh, that's a good one too. Um, the new one is really stinking good. I haven't it's, listened to it all the way yet. It is a lot better than what was their last? Their streams the, uh, their are last super one. down, like really? numbers wise. Yeah, like on Spotify, they do not have 
streams like they used to. Was their last one out of body? Is that what it was called? I thought that's the new one. Oh no, you're right. Out of body is the new one. Uh, Hard Love was their last full album. That's what I, that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I liked Hard Love. I did like it. I didn't like it as much as some of their previous albums, but I'm more of like a folky type right. person so anyway. Which one are you going with? Um, I know my answer. Either. Oh, dude, that's a hard one. I'll just go ahead and say mine so that I say it first, just in case you agree. Um, the Reckoning, top to bottom, is the best one. The Reckoning is really, really. That good. is my favorite. I mean, I could listen to that album. Drive oh. all night, mm-hmm. live in person. Oh, is, I bet that's so good. It is. So, we've seen them five times. I think my favorite part about the reckoning reckoning is that their singles are good on this one, but they're not big. But like, it's a full piece. Like, I, I mean, that I might have to agree with you because Devil's Been Talking and Angels at, Angel at My Door and White songs, Fences. Those two songs are the ones that introduced me to Need to Breathe. Yes, White Fences is the one that hooked me to Need to Breathe. Oh my goodness! And but, then a place you only you can go. They have there's a bagpipe in it. It is beautifully written. So. And, performed the first time we ever saw them was grand Ole opry oh nice i'm not sure what year it was but we had to sit through like <laughs> the most redneck country acts for like an hour but you could tell everyone and there was for need to breathe by the end by the end of it but they only played three songs and as the end they played wasteland mm. off uh is it rivers and wasteland yes rivers in the Wasteland. which they, that's a fantastic album as well they played wasteland and like like I literally just got chills. Like the sound that they were making mm-hmm. at, towards the end of that song was just unbelievable. Yeah. So I might have to say that one, but Reckoning is really good. The Reckoning album, in my opinion, is the best Need to Breathe album. I'll agree with you on that. Um. So you that need didn't to take as long. You need to listen to Camp, C A A M P. I think you'd like it. Is that like another like it's a artist? Band. Okay. Um. It he's really good. I think you'd like him a lot. Is it like a dude by himself? No, it's a band. Um. But his voice is very folky. Um, and everything and mandolin orange as well you'd like both of them so i think i've listened to some of because they're like uh oh i'm not gonna remember the name so i don't want to take that time but yeah that's i think fair. i've listened to them before so anyways um we, that was a really big tangent that i knew we were gonna go on <laughs> that was a very um, long one if, yeah but yeah so my first real memory of you is is tip off um sophomore i can't year. believe you're still friends with me after hanging out with me and my dad. Your dad your was first. funny. My dad's an idiot. Did I we say in the lamplighter? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. What I think a, we went to Steak and Shake every night. We did. The lamplighter. Because half the team... So the people that were poor stayed at the lamplighter. Oh, okay. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> and then... I, I stayed at the lamplighter every year. Yeah, me too. And then the people that were rich decided to stay at the Hampton, which is the parking lot next to the lamplighter. A- any names you want to... Uh, you know, Zach Logan. Okay. <laughs> I know, Brian, you guys those jerks yeah so anyways moving on favorite memory of our friendship favorite memory yeah okay so this is def this is different than funniest yes favorite is probably and i i'm worried i'm making this up were you at the grizzlies game when we talked to coach mike about me being no. the first Mustang. You were no, not. There. I was the first Mustang. No. I literally weren't. gave. This is my podcast. Uh, no, this is my podcast. Back away. I'm about to get fired up. <laughs> if you try and sit here and claim that it was you. No. I literally texted Coach Mike after that day uh, that we met the new coach for the Nighthawks and was like, hey, can you create a new team? Because this guy sucks. So I don't. Oh, I do remember meeting him. So you weren't at the Grizzlies game. No. It was just you and Coach Mike. Because oh, Coach oh, Mike wait, called me. You want to say that again? It was just who? Me you and, and Coach, Coach Mike? Mike? Okay. But I had I had texted Coach Mike days prior to that, and then he called me and like was like, yes, we're creating a new team. You know why he said that? <sighs> it wasn't official until I said that. So that blows no. my whole favorite memory out the water because I kind of thought you were there. No. Um, well, I will I'm say the first it was, Mustang. No, no, you weren't. I am. No. I am. No, you weren't. Do you want to like call Coach Mike? I. It, the man is too busy to call. No, he is not. And he, we've talked. We've literally tried to get in this argument with him, and he doesn't say anything. Yeah, because he's a nice man, and he won't do it. He, I met him, not met him. I saw him like a few months ago at McAllister's, of course. Yes, we're. I feel like if I don't see him working at fire, if I don't see him when I was working at Firehouse, it was at McAllister's. And we talked for like an hour. Yeah, he's love the, coach. Mike. I love him. Him, and then like a month ago. My mom, he texted me and said, look who I found. And it was just my mom. Like him and Aww. my mom were at McAllister's. Of Love course. that. Yeah. So. Coach Mike, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. he's He deserves it. The, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. favorite memory, not that one. Oh, I, I well, forbid you from, from bringing that one up. Now I don't know if I have. That was it. That's the only good one I got of you. Um, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Fa- Honestly, pro- 
I guess my favorite memory is I don't know where we were going. Did we? Was it us in the van to Arkansas? Yes. Was it like with me, you, Hayden? Yeah. Okay. With Davis, Hayden, Elijah. Do we have one more I think person? Wyatt came. Yeah, and Wyatt. We also drove to Tip Off senior yeah, year. That was that was fun. That was fun. That, that was, was a fun group. Oh my goodness! Convincing my parents to let me take the van. Yeah. And then loading that it up. That was pretty clutch. It was it was great. I was like, this is awesome until I had to drive. And I was like, ah, this sucks. I loved it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Me and Hayden were just chilling. Yeah. I miss Hayden. I miss Hayden too. He's married, has kids. He's married? You didn't know that? Hayden Watkins. Is married. He was the first out of the Watkins to get married. No, he was not. Yeah, he was. And now he has like three kids. Three? Yeah. Oh my God. My man's living large. <laughs> you said it. So I don't know. I guess that would... Because all those drives that we had to basketball tournaments and yeah. things are like just so much fun. Yeah. Um, and because we we really pretty much only hung out around basketball. No, that's not true. Uh, uh, junior okay. year when you were working in the calendar store, I used to come in all the time. Oh, that place was fantastic. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. I think those are probably my favorite memories, though, or us just in the car rides to either tip off or Arkansas to. Yeah. Beat the crap out of those little homeschoolers over there. Okay, do you remember senior night, um, our senior year when we played Pulaski, and I fouled the kid that like ran you, like, his mouth. Tried to hurt this All poor right. little child. No, I did. I played the ball. <laughs> I don't think you did. I played the ball. I just don't think you did at all. But yeah, Alec tried to murder whatever someone who was five foot tall, maybe one hundred and ten pounds. He deserved it. He did deserve it. I played the ball, but you tried to murder him. Um, were you, uh, do you remember the scowl game when I fouled I, out? I am still butthurt about that game because that was the first game I couldn't play because of my heart. When I had to wear a heart monitor for like two oh, games. Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, it, it I thought up, you'd hurt your ankle. No, it ended up not being a big deal. Right. That's right. But they like said, don't play until we figure this out. Real life Lucas Scott over here. I don't know who that is. Uh, One Tree Hill. Oh. Vampire Diaries is the uh, whatever. It's my girly show. Um, you would like One Tree Hill. If you like Vampire Diaries, you'd like One Tree Hill. It's the same same style of show. It's a CW show. They're well, all right the same. now. I'm watching Mash again for about the tenth time. I don't blame you. That's an, a fantastic it's show. A banger. Um, you want to talk about an old show that's still funny? Yeah, and still like matters and is yes important. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Uh, um, Alan Alta. Is that how you say his name? It's a D. Alda. Yeah, Alan Alda. He is still alive. Have you seen Marriage Story? Mm -mm. That was the last thing I saw him in. It's fantastic. Don't watch it with Emma, though. Actually, I can't speak to that. <laughs> it's about divorce. Oh, I yeah. just feel like it'd be very difficult to watch that with a wife. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't even want to entertain that idea. It was just, it was, it, it was, I thought it was a fantastic. No, he movie. is, and like everything else I've seen him in outside. Even like West like, Wing? Yeah, West Wing. Uh, he's in the blacklist. Mm, I didn't um, know that. He is super good. Yeah, you know, he's great. Um, so I'm going to move on to my favorite memory. Um, yes, please. And uh, I, I was trying to figure out a way to share this without it sounding like cheesy and stuff. <laughs> but like, honestly, um, my favorite moment or favorite memory was your wedding. Um, oh, well. Because it like, so I missed the... the um, missed everything. Rehearsal dinner. Yeah. I didn't miss lunch the next day. Yeah, um, we were we showed up like an hour before the wedding. Yeah, um, but it was the moment that you saw Emma. Oh, here we go. And it was just super like it, like you. It was just one of the most genuine moments in a wedding, or really in your life that I had seen. Um, yeah, because I don't do emotion. No, very you don't. much. And and so to see you double over <laughs> in tears. Um, it was just super cool, mostly because I knew the journey that you had taken to get there. Cause I remember like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, we, I mean, gotten close and everything. Um, because no matter what the team looked like, I felt like you and I were always together. Like I was hanging out. Um, yeah. Like after, after the first year of JV, I definitely felt like, or somewhere in, in junior year. Yeah. Definitely. We became closer. Mostly because junior year was an absolute crap show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. But uh, Sorry to derail you. Yeah, no, you're good. But no, like it was just knowing what it took for you to get there um, and how long it had been. Because you and Emma had been dating for five, 
years or so at that point, right? It would have been, if, if we didn't get married in February, it would have been six years. Yeah. And so, you know, and just knowing how much you had loved her from the beginning, like you're like, yeah, love this girl, going to marry her. Yep. And I was like, dang, that's a big statement. And then you guys stayed together through college and everything. And I thought your plans were insane. Um, I was like, there's no way you make it. Um, And you did. And so it was just a cool moment. And I remember people asked like, well, how was the wedding? I was like, this is one of the most like simple, but like genuine weddings I've ever been to. And I just really appreciated it. Um, And I really like was happy for you in that moment. Um, and so it was just cool. Um, and praying over you as well. That, for, yeah. I'm glad you said that. that um, was, yeah. Just because I could feel the nerves, nerves <laughs> from you, um, and everything. And I missed the rehearsal dinner and I was like, no, like I need to, I need to pray with this man real quick. And, uh, so yeah, your wedding, it was a lot of fun. Um, trying to keep all your groomsmen from, Oh my doing, word. And I failed. But yeah, you the, did fail. There the, were massive boobies and penises <laughs> all over my car. I don't know if I feel comfortable. My family really. is a Church of Christ family, <laughs> and you guys drew no, penises, you guys, <laughs> boobies. Stop, stop you put condoms all over okay. my car. I did not. I tried to stop the them. The Prindle thingy, the shifter, was covered in lube, <laughs> so I couldn't grab hold of it without using like a condom. It was just <laughs> all um, right, and then my car was full of balloons. It was, hey, that's the normal thing. That was my idea. And I drove it to downtown Memphis. Yes, covered in boobies and penises. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to release this episode now. <laughs> well, I Authenticity, didn't say bad yet? No, you're not. You're right. Um, yep. So, but yeah. So funniest moment. Go ahead. Well, oh, I don't want to talk about it. But the funniest moment is probably what you and Logan were talking about, to me at least, where, which by the way, you guys left out some details on your story. About us wrestling? Yes. Because you left out, importantly, the first like 30 seconds of me picking a fight with Alec, I 100% was winning. (laughs) I was laughing. Like a hundred, yeah, you were laughing, but you were like, how much bigger were you then than you are now? Like 80 pounds. And like on the way over here, you told me I was way skinnier, right? Yes. So like it was a massive disadvantage. So even though you were laughing, it was an accomplishment that I was winning the fight at that moment. Okay. That makes you feel better. Thank you. (laughs) That, but that whole night was probably my, one of my favorite memories, um, or funniest memories of us just cause it was Richie. (laughs) 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 It's one of the funniest things Nate's ever said. Dude. And he's engaged now. It took him long. That now. was forever. That was a long time coming. Shout out to Nate and Charlotte. Hope oh. you guys are doing well. Um, yeah. That's awesome. How long did they date? Um, About as long as you and Emma. Did they start around our time? Yeah. Because I remember when I was like, quote, in between girlfriends, <laughs> I had like a little crush on Charlotte. Oh. I don't think I've ever told her that. So here oh. we go. I'll make sure to send this to Nate and Charlotte. Okay. So okay. Well, Nate, please <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't hey, you'd hate for Nate to put another either. elbow in your face. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to post a picture of your bloody nose. Oh yeah. But that, so that night that was part of it was the wrestling, but we were just hanging out and having a good, yeah. like it was just, I think that probably. Is this the funniest or is this your favorite? I think both now that I'm talking about it. Okay. Cause it just reminds, it just is like our whole relationship. No, that's like, fair. Yeah. But also other detail you left out after Nate hit me in the face with the elbow, I was like bleeding so much, like so profusely. We had to like flip the mattress over because yes. <laughs> it was like literally covered the mattress in blood. Yes, we did. It was gross. Um, but that's probably the, like the hardest I laughed being around you was probably that night. Yeah, no, that was a f- that was a good night. That that was funny. Our trip to Knoxville for the football game. Yes, was funny. That was it good. was just funny. That was a funny trip. Uh, I think those are probably just two of the funniest nights we've had together. Um, yeah, I would say funniest memory, which this is what came to mind when I was talking with Logan. It was not funny at the time, but it is hilarious now. I'm excited to hear our final game. Oh. As oh. high school players. <laughs> so we so how nationals works is when you win, you continue to play in uh better gyms and you get bigger games and everything. When you lose, you get knocked into different brackets and Which we did often. Uh we lost early in the week. Um we got upset 
and uh, which no, I'm not gonna go nope, into it. Don't do it. Um, another tangent for yeah, thirty no, minutes. Um, but anyways, we ended up playing in this like elementary school gym for our final game. Like the bleachers were on the yes, there were lines. there were no margins on the sidelines. Like I tried to, I remember throwing a full court pass, and in a regular gym, it would have dropped in the pocket. But because the gym was so short, I hit the vent ventilation system. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, anyways, that gym was terrible. Our our refs were terrible per usual. Um, and the one you're going to talk about. Was, I'm pretty was, sure was on drugs. He was high. He, his eyes were bloodshot, and he was kind of laughing the entire time. Which Carter, should, like he should have been, to be fair. Carter, <laughs> Carter got murdered, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> demolished on a foul. Like had the handprint on his arm, and he like looks at the ref. He's like, "Dude, like come on," which was normal for Carter as well. Um, yeah, yeah, you complained to the refs a lot. Well, because they usually sucked. Listen, Memphis refs were not the we best. We had a dude eat a sandwich while refereeing our game. Okay, Jimmy is a special he referee. He also threw me out of a game one time. Did he really? Yeah, at SBA. I remember that. Yeah. That was the game that ended in a, almost ended in a fight. Yeah. Montrell's parents came on the floor and yeah. like had to get him off. Yeah, it was lit. It was awesome. That's like what I lived for <laughs> in basketball. Uh, man, SBA, uh, senior year, playing their senior night. They scheduled we us for the senior them. night. It, I knew that it was going to be a good night when Ray about tip dunked over three of them. We uh, wrecked. Them. We destroyed them one by thirty. It was a good time. I think I touched the ball that game. That's why we <laughs> actually won. Uh, but uh, anyways, Carter got <laughs> murdered, and he looks to the ref, right, and the ref just looks at him. He's like, "You better hit the weight room if you're going to play high school basketball." <laughs> <laughs> and Carter came out. Carter looked at Coach Mike and said, Pull me out. I'm going to get a tech. <laughs> and so Coach Mike subs him out. He sits down. He's like, Do you know what this man just said to me? And he told me, and like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, trying not to laugh at you, but it was hilarious that you just got told by this ref that was high on marijuana. In an elementary to, school gym, my last game, <laughs> a terrible week. It was a terrible week. Losing to teams we had no business losing to. It's true. And. We just didn't show up that week, uh, but yeah. Man, uh, do you remember that team that we the first team we lost to was at Dallas? I take it back. Uh, no, it was, we we played Dallas. No, the issue was we beat beat Dallas by a lot the year prior. We saw Dallas playing Kalamazoo before yep. us. Yep. Kalamazoo beat Dallas by like four. We knew that if we played Kalamazoo, we would win. Yep. We overlooked. Uh, uh, what were they? CHSM. Yeah. 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 Who did not? They w- should not have been in our they bracket. Had like, they were too big of an organization to be in our bracket. Um, they and had that was one dude frustrating. who was like a hunchback. Yes, and he shot and he was free throws praying. with two hands. Yeah, and he made everything. Yes, and then they had one and guy that just one, yeah. swallowed everything off the boards. They had one dude that was pretty stinking good. And yeah, that was it good. was frustrating. Yeah. And then that charge call on Nate. I've seen it from multiple angles. It literally depends on the angle that you see it from. Because I saw it from the broadcast angle. It looked like a charge. From the bench, it was so clearly not a charge. Um, Which that's what a lot of calls come down to anyway, though. Is angle, yeah. Um, But anyways, oh, um, oh, man, I forgot. I feel like there was a memory that came to mind that... You were very excited to share something, and then I don't remember what it was. We were talking about the game. Um, Oh, one of my... I take back... So your, your wedding, definitely one of my favorite memories. Okay. My absolute, like, not absolute. One of my favorite memories was regionals senior year when we were in Arkansas. And we were talking, we ended up talking to some parents. Um, we were playing, it, we we played, I think, Fort Smith that night. But we were talking to some parents of some other Arkansas teams. Um, because Ar- the Arkansas homeschool basketball scene was very young. And like, not in age, but just like in how long it'd been going. It's, it just wasn't developed. Yeah. Um, so us as Memphis teams come in and like we're, which in the homeschool world, it was like the Texas teams, yep. OKC, and then Memphis yep. were the best cities. Yep. Um, and so- That'd be like a few random good teams. Yeah. Throughout like, there was uh, the Indian uh, Indiana teams that were randomly oh, good. Yeah, they were, yeah. Um, like the Indianapolis Wildcats and the- uh, that gold team from Indiana. Yep. Um, they were randomly good in Lakeshore, which Lakeshore was only good because they had two giants. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had a guard that knew how to get them the ball. But then the Augusta team was good. 
but they had yeah. those twins that could spray. Um, just randomly good teams, yeah, but mostly us, Memphis, Memphis, Houston, and Memphis, Houston, Dallas, OKC, and then for a short span, Tulsa. Oh, um, well, that's because they had. What's well, they had Trier, yeah. but um, they were just good. They were also good without him because we played them junior year without Trier, and they beat us by four, which we're not going to go into that. We should have won that game. Um, we just did not have the mental integrity to win that one. Was that you? Was I here then? Mm-hmm. Tulsa Noah junior year. Was that? Is it a, like a JV game? No, it was a varsity oh, okay, game. That's why. Yeah. Um, I didn't we, about them then. Well, we were both playing varsity exclusively at that point. We didn't get to play JV. What are you talking about? What? Because that was the year regionals was in so like me and you played against Tulsa Noah. Yes. I twice. do not remember this. Well, I don't know how much both of us played. I remember. What, one, are you talking about in Arkansas? No. the That was senior year. But yeah. junior year, okay. we played Tulsa Noah at uh, regionals at, B, at BBC, the yeah. Red Gym, um, not CBC, which was the big I think I do gym. remember what you're talking about now. We got two texts within the last minute. Uh, yep. And that sealed the game for Tulsa Noah. Yep. Um, it, yeah, and that was just that was the epitome of our season. Um, that season. Uh, but um I do remember that now. But yeah, we so we were talking to some some parents of another Arkansas team the night before we played Fort Smith, and Fort Smith had run the state of Arkansas that yeah. year. Like no one could beat them. And I remember we were talking and they were like, Yeah, we've never seen anyone beat Fort Smith. And you and I were standing there, and I looked at it. I was like, we'll show up to our game tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. that game, I don't – that team was – they were. it was five guard. They played a five guard system. Was that the team that had, like, the really, like, practice jerseys almost? I think so. Because we played Green County the night before. They had Nike jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when Hudson decided, I'm just going to carry us. To ball out, yeah. He was like, "We're. I'm just going to score 12 straight points to win this game. Yep. I did, um, yeah. And every time he shot, all of us were like, "What? Oh, good shot, we were good all shot, Hudson!" And then it went in, and we were uh, good. Hudson, pro- Hudson's shooting percentage from three in clutch moments was probably above seventy-five percent. It was really stinking good. Every other part of the game, though, <laughs> it was so streaky. Um, but uh, but yeah, I said, um, "Come to the game tonight," and I had no doubt. Yeah. And that game came down to the wire, went into overtime, we won, um, and. Uh, and yeah, and then we ended up, we won, but snow is coming in. So the our championship game should have been at five o'clock, and, and ended up getting bumped to ten o'clock. Oh, and we yep. did not. We did not go to bed till two. Yeah, and, and didn't Ray have like a game? Yeah, the JV no. the JV guys had a game at eight. Yeah, and that's uh, brutal. We got beat by thirty. Like they, we were just gassed as a team, um, and those rims are super hard to shoot on. Yep, um, but yeah. So, fun. That was a funny moment. Was you getting told to um, <laughs> hit the gym? Hit the gym. The other one ever. that came to mind though was in was leaving Quincy. So when we left Quincy, which was our regional tournament junior year, um, we were on the way back. We were trying to beat another snowstorm, and we had lost track of the Meese family. No one knew what happened um, to to uh, Daniel Meese and his family. Uh, everyone had kind of kept track with everyone as we were all heading back yeah. super late. And we saw, we, we stopped at this gas station for Clay <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Clay saw Miss Meese and he like was like, oh, good, you're here and everything and like went to run to open the door <laughs> for her and straight up missed the step and slipped on ice. And completely forgot about that. Face planted on the sidewalk. Oh my! And we gosh. all lost it. You, RJ, and I lost it in the car. That was so fun. And he was like, "If wasn't he like right before that?" RJ was like joking about him like getting his yes. flip, like Mac on with yes. her and stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just busted it. Busted it trying to open the door I for. I completely her. forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Coach Those, Clay was the best. Cuz you and I rode with Clay pretty much to every tournament yeah. junior and senior year. Yeah. Um and that was so much fun. Um except coach Mike, we rode with him to regionals junior year or senior year. Um and the, he brought us all cracker barrel and he said did. we he were did. like uh he was like all right you don't have to pay me back if you win tonight. And we did. <laughs> well, was, also, he gave us the good room in, I guess it was, it was a regional tournament, wasn't it? The where y'all beat the crap out of me. Wasn't that in the good room that Mike gave us? It was like a suite. No, that was uh, regionals. We all had suites at regionals. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, because that was just the only hotel we could find. Okay. Um, 
but uh but yeah but yeah funniest moment was you getting told to hit the weight room by a ref mm. completely unprofessional but yeah. it was super funny it uh, was yeah yeah so moving on i told you you'd take a while we're at 40 minutes we're at 40 yep wow so what is something you're passionate about three questions left oh pa- uh definitely i'm still really passionate about basketball like watching it yeah playing it um doesn't mean I'm great at it, but I love the game of basketball. Um, but other than that, like something more, I guess, serious. I think Logan had the same answer too, was um, just like kids, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's my job. That's what I do. And like the past few months, really this whole crappy year has been like draining because I haven't got to be around them as much as I want to. And right. are typically, I'm typically used to them. So it's just... I think that is probably the biggest thing I'm passionate about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, and you've been helping with youth groups since you could. Yeah. I and mean, it's just the same kind of same thing I told Logan when um, he and I talked. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I see that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. I mean, like even coming up in youth groups, I f- was helping then too. Yeah. And like, I remember one night when I played in middle school, um, like I would, like I missed one of the tournament games to go to church on Wednesday night. Right. So like stuff like that, it's just always been super important to me. Yeah. Which I was, I always kind of wondered if you were going to go into ministry with how involved you were at your church. Cause there's, there's certain people that's like, Oh, they're just servant hearted. Yeah. Then there's some people that help out at their church as much as they do because they have a genuine love for ministry. Um, and, uh, and so I was not surprised when I heard that you were on going on staff at a church. Um, I was surprised to find out the location, um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, um, I was not surprised to hear that you were going into ministry, uh, because I think you're equipped well for it. Um, well, thank you. So, but, uh, moving on, speaking of ministry and Jesus in the Bible, um, what's a God, what is a biblical truth that you wish you had heard or believed sooner? Okay. Let me look at these questions real fast because I want to make sure I don't say the wrong thing. It, it's the third bullet point under gospel-centered question. What I, is, I believe sooner. Yeah, or heard sooner. Okay. Heard or believed sooner. I've kind of edited it, and I haven't fixed the screenshot I yet. wish I would have listened to you when you and Logan and Zach would call me devil worshiper because I went to a, a church of Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. It, yeah, here we go. We're getting to that. Uh, now, time out, and, time out. And I, I never, <laughs> no, no, just we should leave that. I never, contact, no contact. I just want to point out that I never, I <laughs> joked about it, but I never would have said it first. I, at most, my jokes would have been, are, are you playing with snakes today or something like that? <laughs> and there, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, of course, ever serious or anything. Right. Uh, but what I mean by that is, I grew up in a tradition that was like, um, everyone else has it wrong. We have it right. Um, we won't say we're the only ones going to heaven. Right. But we'll sure as crap act like it gotcha. and treat people that way. Mm. Um, and that's not to say every Church of Christ quote is like that because right. I, I still work in a Church of Christ. Right. Um, but I think I wish I would have known there are more than there's more than our way of looking at it. Right. And you can still be right. Yeah. Like um, we can disagree about a ton of stuff and still argue about it in heaven. Yeah. Uh, and like that's totally fine with me. And that's something I'd never really considered until I had to start figuring out my own faith and my own right. views on things. Right. Cause I kind of just went with what I had always known. Right. Until I think it was the summer of 18 when I first really got into an uh, intern at a church and I was like, well, if I got to teach them, I got to yeah. figure out what I believe. Yeah. And when I read it more and studied it more, I realized that Jesus God, all of that, the, like just the Bible in general is way more inclusive mm-hmm. than I had ever believed yeah. or thought. And I wish I had known that sooner. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it is like, you know, Paul's pretty clear that uh, um, when, you know, he says that uh, we have all sinned yeah, and, and fallen short, um, but I'm blanking on it now. Um, and okay, thank you, uh, <laughs> brain. Um, this is not the first time I blanked on John three sixteen, but um, oh, that's a big one. I know, but it's like, and oh gosh, now that I'm nervous about it, uh, for God so loved the world. Mm. You know, yeah. it's it's very clear there that it's it's the world. Yeah. Um, and you know, like uh, He sent His only Son, um, and whosoever 
if yeah. you, you want to go King James, but you know, whoever, <laughs> whoever is such a, like that is everyone, no. um, believes in, in him, um, shall not perish, but have mm-hmm. everlasting life, which is the gospel in one verse, um, which I have shared the, the gospel on here before. And, um, you know, it's, that's what it takes is, is to have that relationship yeah. and confess with your heart, um, or confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead, um, then you will be saved. And, uh, Romans 10, nine. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, it's, it, it is super inclusive. And I think, you know, it's funny because, you know, you talk about how your denomination is like, you felt like, Oh, we were at least the, the environment yeah. you grew up in. You're like, Oh, we believe that it's just us. Yeah. And it's funny because I would say in the Baptist church, there are things like that as well, where people forget like, the, the big the big debate in the Baptist church um, is you know uh, free will versus predestination. Well, that's and a fun one. It is a fun one yeah. um, for people that actually want to waste the time to argue <laughs> it. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Because to me, and I've said this for years, is like it doesn't matter whether you believe that it is God's power and like you are predestined at a certain moment to be saved, or you believe that God. Um, has no say and it's 100% you mm-hmm. the same spiritual event is happening someone is walking from from crossing over from death to life yeah. through the grace of God yeah um, and that's very clear and it's like one of those things like that it ultimately doesn't matter like if yeah. you want to argue about it cool but there's better ways to use your time it's a better way for believers to use their time in my opinion 100% and you know like with you and I got in a, a discussion one time about do you have to be baptized to go to heaven? Yeah. And that's also one of those things where it's like, you can, I get like where you come from and like, I think you get where I come yeah. from, but at I the end know. of the day, like, right. At the end of the day, the Bible is very clear, like what you have to do to be saved. Yeah. And like, um, and it's just, it's heartbreaking to see the church divide over those matters. Um, because it's like, if we all came together, we could do so much more. Exactly. Um, and even more so it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to see the church divide, you know, it's like over biblical matters. like, okay, I get that. No. What's even more heartbreaking is seeing the church divide over political issues, especially in today's climate. Oh, don't climate. get me started. Uh, don't you get me started. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we don't have enough time. Um, but. I'll, I'll come back. We can yeah. do that one. Um, but it's just, you know, it's like, it, the challenge I think for all of us is to remember what is actually important. And that's our personal relationships with, with God. 100%. Um, and if you're too focused on someone else's relationship based on what they believe, then you have a heart issue. And if you're too focused on being more right than the next person. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Whether that is, that is theologically or politically, yep. You, yep. you've got, you've got a heart issue um, because that's, that's a fair, you're a Pharisee and a Sadducee at that point. Um, you are the people that Jesus came, that Jesus condemned over and over again. Yep. Um, and I mean, so, he, he told them you tithe the, what was it mint and cumin deal? Yeah. Yeah. To the tent, like you measure it out perfectly. Like you follow the letter to the law perfectly, but you don't act like a Christian does. You don't right. live with grace and mercy and you don't spread it as like, like Jesus did. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Right. No. And if you're living a life of an, an entitled life, like one of my favorite parables that Jesus shared, um, was the, the one about the Pharisee praying and then the tax collector praying. Yep. Um, basically the tax collector came up or the Pharisee was like, Hey, I, I'm so great. Like, thank you for making me great. Um, I'm so much better than this tax collector and the tax collector is far off. It says, so not even anywhere near the altar. Like he doesn't even feel worthy to go to the altar face down, not even looking up to heaven, doesn't feel worthy to look to heaven and beating his chest, like begging for mercy because he doesn't feel worthy to ask for mercy. Yep. And Jesus says, I tell you that one of these men went home justified. Yep. And, you know, it's like that attitude of like, I'm not, I'm not worthy to be able to have this conversation with yeah. you and then be able to post it freely. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's so crazy. We've, we've lost a lot of that humility. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. as, a, as a big C church. Yeah. Not, yeah. And I'm, yeah, I put all those together yeah. too. It's just, it's so much. And it's, I don't want to get into that either, but it's a lot of political things too. It's, yeah. you don't, you can't fathom being wrong. Right. Which that's just, that I think is just our culture now. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it goes into, I need, I need to watch the social dilemma, but it's, oh, it's so good. It, it, it goes in these echo chambers mm-hmm. that, that we put ourselves in. 
um, which not to, <laughs> I did, I did see a funny meme about parlor that I thought was, that was oh funny. Oh my goodness. You're uh, getting me started. No, is that what fine. you're doing? No, 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 no. Okay. We, we won't get into it, but it was really funny. Oh, yeah. I left. No, 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 no. So moving on. Um, and this was a question that I, um, the final question I'm interested to see. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. That one came out of nowhere. Um, but, uh, in summary, what we were talking about in the biblical, um, everything, you know, be humble, um, always, um, what, what is it? Be, be humble, pray. Uh, Oh, what is that? Um, Romans 12, 12. What is it? Um, I should know this. Um, my goodness. Romans, 12, 12. Is that the one where it's saying, as far as you're concerned? No, no, no. Um, uh, this wasn't what I thought it was. Uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Okay. There's I'll your go. encouragement. Um, but what's a song that reminds you of our relationship and why? Oh, a song? So probably Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Okay. Why is that? Because one time we were riding with Coach Mike. Ah, and uh, yes, I do remember this. Wyatt, who we might we have mentioned before, um, was incredibly in love with Nate, and <laughs> Mike, Coach Mike, rewrote the song to what was it? Nate, <laughs> Nate it off or something? I forgot about this. And just roasted Wyatt <laughs> the whole way home from like I don't even know where we were playing, but it was so funny. Uh, it was I. I've got just to, to roast why I've got it because I don't know if I'll ever actually get Coach Mike on. You have to. I want to, but I'm going to share this and I'll share it again. Wyatt threatened to leave the team oh, senior yeah, year, yeah. and Coach Mike found out. We all come into practice, and Coach Mike is like, "Wyatt, you got anything to say?" <laughs> and Wyatt was like, "Nope, I'm good. I'm good, Coach." And he's like, "Okay, I want you to go run laps until I tell you to stop. Every time you start a new lap, I want you to say, Coach Mike, I love you.'" Yep. Because basically, Wyatt got on social media and blasted Coach Mike, and Coach Mike was like, "You can either do this or you can." He basically said, "You either do this or you're off the team." I think it kind of worked too, which I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt was so much different. It was yeah. so funny though. Um, yeah, shout out to Coach Mike. Um, once you on, Coach. We all need to. We us three need to do it together so we can really have it out once and for all. Yeah, no, that I was the first. One whatever, saying. whatever. I'll ask him when okay. when when he's on. Um, but yeah, I would say, um, I would say red every time I hear red, I think of you by Taylor Swift. I, and I knew our answers were going to be Taylor Swift songs. Um, but just because of, uh, yeah, just because of that trip, um, and and you're just your love of Taylor Swift and blank space blanks. I remember, um, nine, really the 1989 album, because I remember buying it. That was the last album I bought off of iTunes. Um, and I remember texting you and saying, I just bought this and you were like, I'm so proud. I uh, think, do you remember like what time of the day? Cause I'm pretty sure I was mowing the yard. It was early in the it, morning and you, okay, maybe not. Well, you know, um, know. it was in between my U S history class and work. So I was at Dunkin' Donuts getting coffee for the day and listening to an angel. Yeah. Blank space is a song that made me get into that album. That's a, yeah, it's a really good, um, so good. Yeah, but no. we already, you know, we already covered that. Twenty minutes of that. Yeah, no, Carter. What was what was our argument? I remember arguing with you that someone was better than Taylor Swift, and I can't remember who. I don't know. I remember saying I remember making the point that Taylor Swift wasn't a good vocalist, which before I had really listened to 1989 and Red. I hadn't listened to Red album. A lot of people would say that though is that she can just write good songs and not sing very well. She's she's not the best vocalist. No, um, but. She is one of the best songwriters. But she's good enough to make up. No, I agree. Yeah. Between I think between her and Ed Sheeran, I believe they are two of the greatest songwriters in history. I agree with that. Which I know that's a hot, hot take, but like they both just... I have to think about it more before I say I agree, but I don't disagree right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways... Well, Carter, this was fun. Do you have anything else you want to share with the people? No, no political stuff. We're going to keep this politically Are you sure? free. Yes. I would love to get into some of that. No, 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 no. Like, okay, well, I guess I got nothing else. Because I'm I'm not sure where that would go. Well, it would go great places. And I'm not 100% sure how much we would agree. Oh, no. Can we be friends still then? Yes, because oh. I'm not disrespectful. <laughs>
No, but like if you if we disagree on that, we can't be friends anymore. You well, I don't know what the culture. I, I don't know what you what you would say. I just seen th- I've seen your I, takes on Twitter, and I'm kind of like, oh, okay, uh-oh. that's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've changed quite a bit the past so, few years. Well, I mean, yeah. So, but anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, if you want the mic is yours, just please, if you're gonna go political, no, I'm I'm good. I don't. That's too divisive anyway. Uh, I agree, which is unfortunate. Yeah. The fact that you look at me and you're like, can we be friends even though we may yeah, disagree the, politically? Yeah. It's like, that's just sad. Now go ahead. If that's what, if that's a tangent you want to go on, I'm all, I'm here for I'm it. I'm good. I don't want to go on it. We've been going on it for months. It's fair. And I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No matter who is president, because even until it's called by the electoral college, which I'm I'm like, at this point, I'm like, if it's Biden or it's Trump, I'm still going to pray for them regardless. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's the that's the thing that I hope and pray for every Christian is that regardless of what you wanted, if it doesn't go that way, continue to pray. Oh, can I like go on like a five-minute tangent? You've got three. Three? Okay. Yeah. So this is what I wanted to tell you about Jonah. This, okay. So I've been like diving back into the story of Jonah, whatever. Um, and whoever, who's, speaking on it is taking it away from being who's like speaking a, Tim Mackey who okay. has the Bible project and stuff. He's taking it away from saying, this is not a kid's story. Like yeah. it's not about the fish. No. Um, and it just kind of dawned on me as I was listening to this, that, um, one Jonah was kind of a cruddy dude. Yes. And that literally he was running away from God to sum up everything in like a minute. He was running away from God because he couldn't stand to serve a God that blessed and wanted his enemies to be saved. Mm-hmm. And he was completely running like literally the opposite direction as far as away, as far as far away as he could uh-huh. because he didn't want to serve a God that was for his enemies. Yeah. And like, if that is not us right now, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those things just, I, I believe as a country we are hurting. Um, and the issue is, is that, answers and solutions are being looked for in the wrong places. Yeah. Um, no matter what you believe, what side of the aisle you're on. Um, I think that, you know, whether like with all the social justice and, and all of that, the answers are being looked for in people and like the solutions are being looked for in fallen and sinful people. And that will only result in disappointment and heartbreak. Um, and you know, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm terrified for where the country may go, whether Trump wins or Biden wins. Yeah. Um, because, um, one, one brings, could potentially bring a, a lot of change to the country that some may believe is good and some may believe is bad. Um, the other, um, if he does win, ultimately more division is going to happen regardless of what he does. And I think that can be true of either of them. It's uh, yeah. It, and it's not necessarily one or the other's fault. It's yeah. kind of the culture we've created that it's just going to be divisive. I agree. I mean, I think and until we get out of that, right. That we can't go. And anywhere. I don't, I don't think we will. I think we're, I think we're on a, on a, um, train heading straight forward then times not to be that guy, but the writing's on the wall. We'll see what happens. And I, we'll you know see. what? I'm just kind of like every day, um, as more, I'm ready. More, more, as more and more stuff happens, I'm just like, Lord, take me home. The song Take Me Home by uh, Tripoli is an old one. I knew, I, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought about that song the other day, and uh, it's very it's very relevant. Um, it's, uh, oh, it's been so long since I've listened to it, but it's like, I just want to go. Um, I think it's Take Me There or Take Me, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Got, yeah, Take Me There. Um, and it's just basically this, this cry of like, Lord, like, yeah, the, the chorus is, I just want to go where I'm only breathing your air. Father, hear my prayer. Take me there. I just want to be, I just want to see you brighter than I'm used to you. Finally see it clear. Um, see it, take me there. And it's just basically like, I want to go home No, and I'm there. I'm like, Lord, like, I love the life you've blessed me with, but I know that your being with you in heaven is going to be so much greater. So, anyways, Car and I are going to stop preaching. Um, we'll I'll pass go it off all day if you want. But, uh, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. 
Um, this was fun, Carter. Thank you for being on. Dude, I um, loved it. Thank you for driving up. This was fun um, and encouraging. And, and uh, I believe the Lord has been glorified in our conversation. So that's awesome. So anyways, um, as always, if you want to share, do so. If you don't, that's cool too. Um, subscribe, leave some comments. Let me know how I can do this better um, because I'm thankful for you guys listening and I want to serve you guys better. So with that, I will talk to you guys next week. And uh, yeah, so see you guys later. Oh,